We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get a chance, if you didn't watch Tucker Carlson the last two nights, uh, while you still can, I assume that that can't be completely purged from the Internet, uh, go check out his reporting on the videos that you didn't get to see up until now of what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. I don't know any, I really don't know anybody who has said, oh, no problem, you know, breaking in windows and and uh, smashing things is okay. I don't know anybody who said that. Republican, Democrat, Independent, no one has said that that I'm aware of. What I want to point out to you is that when America was on fire, in the summer of 2020, BLM and Antifa burning things, federal buildings, you know, not just private businesses, if that's not bad enough. In fact, I think that's worse to attack innocent people and destroy their life's work. And, you know, there were people who were making excuses for that in 2020 over and over again. Oh, they've got insurance. You know, this is the racial reckoning. It's been a long time coming. America needs this. This is... I heard lots of people excusing it. And then I heard a lot of cowardly Republicans who didn't have the guts to stand up and call it out publicly. You know, there were, I'm unaware of a big Republican press conference in which everyone said this has got to stop and we should put people in jail. All of 2020, the summer, 100 nights of rioting across America. Police officers having lasers shot in their eyes and going blind here in Richmond. Uh, police officers getting hit routinely with balloons filled with urine and feces. No one cared. No one cared. Then Governor Northam didn't care. All these people who were being advanced in the political process, Democrats here in Richmond, uh, did, did you hear them plea for peace in Richmond? No. The best you could hope for is they'd sit quietly and go, oh, God, this is helping my political career, so I'm going to be quiet about it. Instead of standing up for what's right, you didn't hear that. So I'm glad Tucker Carlson is showing everybody the videotape. And it's shocking to me that people in the United States, the media in the United States, which always talks about um, uh, FOIA requests, Freedom of Information Act requests, and how they, we need to know the whole story, right? We, in my entire life, I, I'm going to tell you the rest of the story, what's being hidden from you. When it comes to January 6th, they didn't want the whole story. They didn't want to show you all the videotapes. You decide for yourself what you think happened on January 6th. Tucker Carlson can't tell you. I can't tell you. You, you watch for yourself. You've got the time to actually look at it, but you've been lied to by the Democratic Party and their, their minions in the media. Now, when I was at CPAC last week, one of my friends from California said, John, you've got to meet this guy. 
he may be about to go to federal prison for his involvement on January 6th. And I thought, well, you know, what are we talking about? Who is this guy that, that I'm supposed to meet? So we went upstairs, and we went to Media Row, and I got to talk briefly because he was doing interviews with John Strand, who in a previous life, it seems, was uh, a model and an actor and somehow wound up at the Capitol on January 6th. And now his whole, entire life is on the line. I mean, everything could be ruined. And I thought, well, you know what? <laughs> Why wouldn't I have this guy on to talk about what he witnessed on January 6th, what his motivation was, what his experience has been on January 6th and for the last two years, and what he faces now. John Strand is with us this morning, and I appreciate you joining us. You, you're in California this morning? Is it? Hi, John. Uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it so much. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm a Los Angeles uh, uh, that, that I consider that my home. And yes. I'm born so it's in early for you. But I'm, coming to, I'm actually coming to you from the free state of Florida, where I'm, I'm spending a little more of my time recently Good. Um, okay. in order to actually have a life. So, <laughs> Well, I've, I've read a lot about, once I was introduced to you, I've read a lot about, you know, walk me through what took you to Washington on January 6th and what you witnessed that day, and what went down. Absolutely. Um, it, quite, a, quite a lot of things went down. But as you said, um, I, I had a totally different life experience prior to 2020, and then subsequently the January 6th event. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was based in, in Hollywood in Los Angeles, and I was working as, as a professional artist. And for the most part, I was not uh, political or politically outspoken because that's not so tenable in Hollywood if you're yeah. a conservative. And right. I've always I've always been um, a classical American in terms of my understanding of the Constitution and Judeo-Christian values, and that's how I lived my life. So in 2020, the lockdowns really changed that calculation for me, and I felt called by God to be a little more public and push back against the encroachment of tyranny um, and the uh, abridgment of civil liberties. So I. I, I helped to lead the Beverly Hills Freedom Rally, which in, helped me to engage in the political dialogue a lot more explicitly. And that was during 2020 when President Trump was running for re-election. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting about that is that I actually have a track record in the last few years of a very um, peaceful and appropriate political activism, including leading rallies. And truly peaceful, not, nat- not, not BLM and Tifa peaceful, but truly peaceful with things <laughs> yeah. Not mostly peaceful, actually peaceful. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And so because of those experiences, like I said, the track record of understanding the appropriate use of the First Amendment, um, also understanding that BLM, Antifa, and some of these other elements in resistance to the America First movement were um, prone to violence, were routinely destroying property, threatening lives, burning cities to the ground, and et cetera. So I understood those frustrations and that kind of um, juxtaposition uh, going into uh, 2021. So in, in at the end of 20, we had the election, which was widely viewed as untrustworthy. Um, I think it's clear there's a plethora of evidence showing a lot of fraud and essentially that that was a rigged election. But whether you agree with that or not, there was a lot of question and uh, controversy, and that needed to be reviewed in order for the Democratic process of having open elections by citizens remain viable and trustworthy. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't happening. So um, I I got to know Dr. Simone Gold, who's the founder of the America's Frontline Doctors, uh, because of that rally I was leading. And I've been working alongside of her for the last um, almost three years now. So she was a scheduled speaker at the event on January 6th. 
So what brought me there, the reason I was involved, like I said, I had political rally involvement on my own. Right. But then uh, to be in Florida, or excuse me, to be on the East Coast, um, I was actually doing my job as a creative director, comms director, and uh, also providing security for Dr. Gold as a speaker so that she wouldn't be out in a large crowd by herself. Mm-hmm. So that's what was happening on January 6th. There was a rally with a government-approved permit weeks in advance. There was a scheduled march to save America weeks in advance, uh, which everyone understood would be taking place after the President Trump's speech in the morning, um, you know, and then a, a march of that large audience over to the Capitol for afternoon speeches. Right. And uh, when we got there for the afternoon speeches, uh, there was confusion, which broke into chaos and the crowd shifted and the speeches didn't happen. And we got swallowed up in a very large crowd and eventually crushed near the entrance on the east side of the Capitol. Um, Again, confusion, no violence at that point where we were. I I just want to make it clear for anyone listening. I never witnessed overt violence um, or, or the, the only vandalism I actually witnessed was when I was crushed up against the East Columbus doors. Um, one person I, I saw at the last moment started trying to break a window, although that didn't uh, make any difference mm-hmm. because the doors were open from the inside anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, mo- most of my experience on January 6th was positive, uh, joyful, uh, peaceful, up until a very key moment when the crowd I was surrounded by was attacked by the police. Did you go into the Capitol? Yes, I did. Uh, I, I, I actually had no option not to. Um, I had personally, I had no intention of being in the Capitol. In fact, the idea that anyone was going inside never occurred to me until the very moment when the doors swung open and people started flooding inside. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the sheer volume of that crowd at that point uh, was very tightly packed. The, the police had started attacking the crowd a few moments before with flashbangs, which panicked the crowd and turned an otherwise jovial, peaceful um, mosh pit that was sort of just excited to protest and sort of be there. Um, that, that, that violently noticeably changed um, when the flashbangs and the attacks started happening. And a few minutes later, the doors opened from the inside and just out of sheer physics and also trying to seek safety from the bedlam that had ensued, people uh, flooded inside. And, and I was, I, the only option I had was to go that direction rather than to be trampled and have um, my client, Dr. Gold, uh, become harmed. So I, I made sure she wasn't hurt and got away from that traffic area, uh, dumped inside the building. And what's interesting is uh, there's a lot of questions about a lot of things. But one thing is that there was not any clear indication of what areas were restricted or not. Um, there was no indication whatsoever outside. In fact, it, it seemed entirely appropriate that everyone was there because the general expectation was that people would be on the grounds of the Capitol for these speeches. So, um, so, and I... I before you got up to the big doors, the, the big bronze doors, they weren't Correct. saying, hey, get off the steps, disperse, get out of here, or, or were they? Uh, well, no one was doing that in my that I could see or hear. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, okay. There, there weren't that many cops around at all. At that um, point. So it, it just seemed like a, a, a normal kind of protesting on Capitol ground situation mm. um, right up until that key moment when suddenly... Boom. I mean, it sounded like it, a grenade went it off. It does seem like panic. the video tells that there was a different story on the east front of the Capitol where you were versus what was happening on the west front of the Capitol where the inaugural platform, and it's a huge complex, so you could have two different things happening on both sides of the Capitol. I think that's one of the things that is becoming clear when you see the video that, that Tucker Carlson is releasing. So you wind up in the Capitol and... 
were you arrested that day? How did how did the 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 afternoon end for you? I assume you didn't set anything on fire or flip over statues or anything like that. So what happened? Yeah. Um, so once we fell inside, it was noticeably calm in the in the interior. And I also noticed that there were dozens of people around, which, again, was surprising to me because I had no expectation that anyone would be inside the Capitol. Um, uh, but it was calm. I, I did see a few uniformed police officers with rifles and a few uniformed building employees around, and they seemed entirely disinterested in giving me any uh, instruction. Um, there, there was no sense of urgency on the inside of the building. People were essentially just meandering. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we just followed the people who had fallen in in front of us straight ahead, stayed on main public hallways. Yeah. We weren't looking to explore. We weren't looking to go into anything that was considered private or off limits. Um, we were really just looking to figure out where we were and how to safely get out at the appropriate time. Uh, we were not able to get out of the building for about 45 minutes. Um, but once once it, it settled and it cleared and some police officers did enter and give some instructions, which we, of course, peacefully and happily complied with, we were then able to safely exit the building. Okay. So with um, that so is again, the that narrative, John, and I'm down to my last minute. I'm sorry we're getting close to the end. Do, no problem. Tell, tell me what you were charged with. How did the police or how did the investigators find you and what 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 have you been charged with and what does the future hold for you? So I was not arrested the day of. I don't know that anyone was. Um, and uh, I, I started hearing the next day all of these hyperbolic reports and, you know, this narrative that's just completely dishonest, as the Tucker Carlson expose has shown. Uh, but I, I still didn't think anything was going to come of it because all I did was my job. <laughs> I just I just protected a scheduled speaker to the best of my ability, got her through the the, uh, the, t- the turmoil that was there briefly. But mostly it was a long day of, of peaceful protesting and, right. and, and speaking. So I was arrested on Martin Luther King Day, um, the 18th of 2021. I was charged with five counts, four misdemeanors, and a 20-year prison felony for obstruction of justice, which is the Title 18 Code 1512, which is completely inappropriate. It's the wrong statute. The actual title is witness tampering. um, And that's just one of many examples of the Department of of Jihad, as I like to call it, or injustice. And you didn't take a plea agreement. I, I've got to go, but you didn't take a plea agreement, so you're still adjudicating all of this. I, I, I refused the plea because it's a lie, um, so I went to trial, even though I knew I'd be convicted anyway, and I was convicted of all five counts on September 27th. I'm facing a maximum of 24 years of prison, and my sentencing is currently scheduled for May, and the rest of my story is available at johnstrand.com. Well... Listen, I appreciated the chance to meet you. I appreciate you sharing this story, and I hope people will go to that website and uh, check you out and check this story out. I think it's important to to hear from you, having been there. JohnStrand.com is the website. John, I really appreciate you coming on with us. Thank you. Thank you for the time, John. I appreciate your courage in uh, spotlighting this issue. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.